and welcome to Cruisin' for a Reviewsin', the podcast where I get a friend to watch a Tom Cruise movie they've never seen before and then review it with me. I'm your host, Cara Westworth, and today I am rejoined by my friend Taylor to continue Mission Impossible 3. Yes, hello. How exciting. It's been a whole week. How are you feeling? I'm fantastic. Well, it was a lot to take in this film, to be honest. <laughs> it is. It's actually over two hours long. So, yeah, it makes sense that we were going to you know, get into the nitty gritties. If, if an hour and a half film makes me sometimes goes into a uh, two-parter, it's not a surprise that this one did as well. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I would urge you to do that first. Otherwise... Hopefully you've at least seen the movie so you know what's going on. Where we were left off last time, they'd kidnapped Davian. Everyone thinks he's dead because he blew up in a Lamborghini. Damien, better name, but yes. <laughs> Damo, we'll just call him Damo from now on. Damo, Damo, where's the rabbit's foot, mate? Damo, Damo. <laughs> so, and then there's a plane scene where Ethan effectively tries to torture the information out of him and certainly get, they give up Ethan's name. Which well, is Chatty McChatterson, to- Luther does. <laughs> Luther! <laughs> What are you, you're with a spy. Keep your mouth shut. What are you doing? Yeah, just code names. God, come on, guys. We're coming up to probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. It is so actiony. It is very reminiscent of one of my other favorite films of all times, True Lies, which you haven't seen that. I should probably review that at some point because it rules. Anyway, it's basically a bridge scene. So they are back in the US after that plane trip. They are traveling across this very long bridge. And your word was, I love a good bridge scene. Yes. And I, and I had no idea what was coming. Other than this huge bridge, yep. what could happen? Well, the only good thing that can happen, which is bombs and lots of them. So there's a driving along. Obviously, they're intercepted by Davian's people and there's missiles and stuff and it's blown up and all the cars go flipping everywhere. Ethan's knocked out for a second. Oh, and actually, when they're in the car, they actually manage to work out what's on the micro dot, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah. Luther, so it's actually a very bad quality video, but it is Farrah saying that she thinks that someone from within in the IMF has been leaking information to Davian. Dun, dun, dun. And when the phone number that she intercepted or something ended up coming straight from Brassel's office, which is Lawrence Fishburne's character. So they're already now they're suspicious that Brassel might be the bad guy. So yeah, kaboom, the bridge is being blown up and I, there's a drone. And oh, I didn't know it was a drone. I was just like, do they have another helicopter? How many helicopters does this guy well, have? Well, they, they had a couple of helicopters yeah. plus a drone. Yeah, so that's <laughs> true. Well, like, if you're an international arms dealer, I guess you just have like a big fucking cachet of cool weird shit that can be used to blow things up, right? Typical American. (laughs) (laughs) So this scene rules because it's just very action-packed and Ethan just runs a lot. There's more running in this scene than I've seen in any other scene, I think. Any of oh, the first two movies combined, at least. Yes, yeah. definitely. He, and there's a, a huge uh, leap where he oh, yeah, literally leaps. So good. So mm. to set it up, they blow it up. He runs across. He's, he knows, obviously, that this is to get Davian out. So he like sprints up the bridge to try and let the people driving the armored truck know that to be careful. But they get shot immediately by someone in the helicopter. And meanwhile, they spray on this weird foam onto the side of the truck. That yeah, it seems to... I think it must freeze because then they shatter yes. it. Yeah, so uh, it'll so- freeze anything and make it really brittle, anything yep. that's metal, and then they've so shattered cool. it. Or anything, actually. I think that works for I wonder if it works in everything. a person. <laughs> I think it does, oh, yeah. Fuck. Doesn't that happen in, uh, like, GoldenEye? In the end, that guy gets... Uh, oh. Dry ice and then he shatters. Or well, a bit like uh, Terminator 2, one of my other favourite yes, movies. Yes, true, yeah, yeah Terminator 2. Make things 2. cold enough and they shatter. Yeah, so he runs across, that doesn't work, so he sprints back and Luther's like, there's a G36 in the back of the 
truck, when I first watched this, I had to Google what a G36 is. It's a very big gun. So he runs back and as he's like scrabbling around trying to get this gun out, some of the, they're all German. They're like, oh, there's an IMF person at the back of that truck. Let's missile him. And there's missiles coming and Luther's like, watch out, get out of the car. And there's this bit where it's like- The Germans are coming. (laughs) (laughs) It pans down to Ethan in the car. And for some, I don't know why, I think Tom Cruise looks so fucking beautiful in that moment. Like You really like that shot. That, that panicky Tom Cruise to me is like mwah, beautiful. Oh, it's Do- Tom. Tommy's in like. like oh, I shouldn't vulnerable. say Tommy. <laughs> being vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he looks absolutely like because, like I said, it's one of his the peak of him looking beautiful, and he's like all oh, panicked and everything. So he gets out and like as he he like hurls the gun, the case of the gun out, and then just starts running and it blows up and he gets launched into a car like sideways. And and I've watched the behind the scenes and that apart from the actual explosion, they actually he's on wires and they actually do that. Like they actually force him and the, in. Yeah. There the back window smashes as well. Yeah, yeah so yeah. pretty intense. Like I don't know how condi- well conditioned Tom Cruise's body is, but like I would just break every single bone in my body if I did that. How old is he now? And he's, he's fifty-seven. He's fifty-seven, and he's he's nearly he'll be sixty when he's making these other films. Oh, that's why they're filming them back to yeah, back. Yeah, I think I think after these, he might be like, I need to just chill slow down yeah Yeah. he might start directing or something like or just doing more like he's a few good men kind of movies because i don't think courtroom drama kind of thing i don't think anybody can handle like being fucking thrown into a car like (laughs) i'm tired watching yeah i'm like aching get off the couch i'm like oh geez just watching that so uh yeah he basically davian gets away in a helicopter uh like tom and just shoot down the drone with his big g36 and like the leaping scene like he says so where he ran past the big hole last time there's no big blown up car in the way so he has to he like hurls the gun over yeah yeah and then he leaps over he does he, the old he does the tom cruise uh running and yeah. wiggle and everything like that like he does these token tom cruise leap what's well, like how he gets across because he like runs in midair as yeah, well yeah yeah he gets like extra oomph <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but he doesn't quite like he only just catches the edge and by the time he scrambles out davian's in the helicopter and lost so davian's gone and you know ethan's beside himself but then he's like holy shit, this guy knows my name. Yes. I'm going to call my wife just to make sure she's okay. And guess who answers the phone? It's the Breaking Bad guy. <laughs> it's Jesse from Breaking Bad. And he's got like a 13-year-old's haircut at this time. He's quite <laughs> so young. So we do, we do see him at the start very briefly in the movie and in, in, in the, at the engagement party. He didn't call him a bitch, I noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> Not even once. <laughs> uh, so he answers the like he calls home. Aaron Paul's there is like, no, 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 sorry, she's not here. Uh, but did your friend find you? He's like, what friend? He's like, oh, some English guy, he rang up looking for you. And then he asked where she was. And I said, I'll probably just find her at the hospital. And Ethan's like, ah, shit. So he starts zooming straight to the hospital. He's constantly calling her mobile. Nothing's happening. Meanwhile, this nurse had the longest break ever to <laughs> get married and have sex and do everything before. And now they can't, you can't be reached. Oh, I'm doing nursing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> she probably had to miss her all her brace for a week to make up oh for the my marriage. Gosh. <laughs> she, she should be fine. <laughs> but it, it's quite funny because there's been no shots of her caring for anyone. And then she's like leaving. And that's when she runs into obviously this bad guy. And the bad guy has the, he looks like, like a grave robber with yeah, this haircut he's got. I think it was Mr. 
miscast, actually. He should have been in a horror film. Yeah, no. Like, even even without the hair, he had, like, that long, sallow face. And yeah, my gosh. Yeah, he's like, so he gets her by putting this weird dot on her, which, which knocks her out. And it's, oh, it's very unfortunate. Ethan gets there just in time. He's pushing her out on a gurney or covered up in a sheet. And, like, Ethan runs into them and keeps running to try and find her. And he's like, you just missed them. What paramedic pushes a dead body outside the hospital? Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Alarm yeah. bells, people. <laughs> uh, so he's missed her. She's now been kidnapped, obviously, by Davian. Poor old Ethan is beside himself like he's running outside looking for her. And he gets a phone call from Davian saying, you've got 48 hours, mate. Uh, we need the rabbit's foot. So this is a bit I missed. Where, what happened to the rabbit's foot? I have no idea. So <laughs> Davian needs the rabbit's foot. So did it get lost somewhere along the way? There were so many explosions happening. I yeah. kind of completely lost I don't know, but like, I can't believe I've watched this movie so many times and I actually have continually missed that bit. Yeah. So the, the rabbit's foot's missing and Davian wants it back. So he has taken Julia hostage. So Ethan will go retrieve the rabbit's foot so that he can save well, The Julia's rabbit's foot's life. in Shanghai. It's in Shanghai. So yeah. I think the case had the information for where the rabbit's foot that's was. That's it. That's right. No. Yes, yeah, okay. so it's all coming back. It's to all me. coming back, yeah. So it wasn't the actual rabbit's foot in the case. It was information on where the that's rabbit's foot right. was. Oh, we've got that. There was a lot happening. <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah. So, yeah, so which is a really good plan on Davian's behalf. It's like, well, I'm actually going to get Ethan to do all the fucking shit work for me to yeah. get this thing that we need. So, 48 hours. So, Ethan's like, ah, oh, crap. And I, I liked it because it was like, this is your mission impossible. I was like, oh, this is a the mission. Mission impossible within a mission impossible. Yeah, exactly. So, that was the exciting thing. Like, you've got 48 hours or I'll kill your wife. Except he is then apprehended by people within the CIA or IMF or whatever because uh, Brassel is pissed off at all these secret missions that have been going on without his permission so he's taken in and like because he's Ethan Hunt they know what to expect like he's like strapped down to this table well this is where things get a little bit kinky Let's be honest. He's wearing like like a black mask over leather his mask, face, yeah. leather mask, and you know he's strapped down to the board. Yeah, and he, he cannot move because all you can see is his hands like moving. Like he cannot move at all. Yes, and, well, that's him in a vulnerable state. Is, Did it, you, was he more beautiful to you in that state? No, because the mask kind of yeah. His not, main feature was covered. Yeah, his I guess beautiful you're beautiful face was mostly covered up. Like his beautiful eyes were still there, but that smile wasn't there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that money maker wasn't there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so old Brassold has a big old go again at Ethan. He's very grumpy that. this he's whole movie. So pissed off. Like his line is like, I will bleed on the American flag to make sure those stripes stay red. I'm like, wow. Wow, that's a big statement there. <laughs> that's a patriotism that I am not here for. So Musgrave then makes an appearance and he's like sort of seconding what Brassel has been saying, except he's like, have the decency to look at me when I'm talking to you. And Ethan looks at him and he's like just silently mouthing Giving words. the... Uh, subtle uh, thing of go to Shanghai. Yeah, it's this like, is I, where it is. I intercepted the message, so I know what's happening. Uh, you need to go to these this apartment in some building in Shanghai and slips him the, like a key or something so that when Ethan's being wheeled away, he actually like bus chops, gets rid of all the guards gets, and escapes. He, he gets out of his gimp suit, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> so he makes it out. He, he escapes from the elevator. And then, of course, all of a sudden they're in Shanghai. But Shanghai is such a cool place to make movies everything looks oh, really beautiful it looks beautiful. so cool like yeah. it was the I can't wait until when everything blows over that I can finally go to Shanghai. Apart from the fact there's a Disneyland there, I also want to see what Shanghai looks like. Yeah, the, there's a Disneyland in Shanghai. There's a Disneyland in Shanghai. Oh wow! And it looks amazing. There is a Tron roller coaster that oh wow they're that... now building in Orlando, but it was like the first of its kind, and it looks amazing. 
Have you been so, to the Star Wars thing? Is that it? No, we're meant to do that in May. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that was like my big thing was we're going to America again and I was going to go to see Galaxy's Edge. Oh. And no, not anymore. Oh, well, yeah. Lasai. End of the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're in Shanghai and like, he's in this apartment that Musgrave told him to go to and there's a knock at the door and he gets all agitated. But it's just Luther and the team has come to help him because Musgrave let them know. So they're all there. Like, how are we going to get into this one building? It's so secure. And Ethan's like, I'm obviously just going to swing from this slightly taller building across and over. And they're yeah. like, no, you're mad. But they do it anyway because, you know. Well, they're running out of time. They've got no time. They've got, they've got two hours. I think they only had two hours. Yeah, so they point. were cutting corners at yeah. this point. And Ethan's like, well, if I die during this, Julie's going to die no matter what unless I give this a shot. So yeah. they do it. He manages it. It's really cool. Like he runs off the building. He swings down, jerks up, and then he drops down on the building he needs to be at. Oh, and they, they distracted the guards by shooting baseballs. Baseballs, yeah, which worked perfectly. Yeah, because they were all like, what the fuck is this? When he lands on the other building, though, I thought, oh, he must have some cool thing. That a suction cup? Suction cup <laughs> or grappling hook or something like that. Nope. The plan was to just swing and hope. <laughs> Wing in a prayer. Wing in a prayer. And slides down, and then luckily there's a bit of a gutter at the end of the building that he clings onto. Luckily. So <laughs> Otherwise, it's like, zoom, and then, like, okay, that's it. He did have a parachute on, though, so maybe, I guess, but Julia would be dead. Well, what happens then? I thought they were going to be like, you know, go into the building and you'll see him do some sort of mission. No, I think they thing. probably realize that we're all getting a bit overwhelmed by how much action there is. Too so, much action. Yeah. So they actually, we just see like Declan and Zen. In their car, just talking and like she's doing a little prayer for his return. She's the best character yeah, ever. She's lovely. Then he got. It's been fifteen minutes. He said he needed twenty. And then all of a sudden, he explodes onto the radio. He's like, I've got the rabbit's foot, but I can't get to the roof. And like, what? And then they're like, look up, look up. And they look up, and they just see him exploding out of a window. There's more explosions in this film <laughs> than anything else. My God. The explosions budget was like, does crazy. He have, like a belt just covered little explosive charges. He's just like, fling, 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 fling. Yeah, yeah. They're not worried about like temperature changes no. or like stepping on the floor or anything it's just explosion yeah. get going <laughs> he yeah, flings out the building but he sets up his what do you call it parachute because they actually set up earlier that even if he jumps off the top of the building it's going to be such a fine line he's going to be able to use the parachute at all because yes. it's not high enough but he so he jumps out like two thirds of the way up out of a bit and like oh he's not going to make it but it, the parachute blows up and he kind of crashes into another building protected by some of the resistance that the uh, parachute provided but he like smashes in and this is clean is just standing there and he's like oh and he looks and he's got the rabbit's foot but then he gets sucked back out the wind catches him and he gets like flies around lands in the middle of a road he's all tangled up in his thing he's... we still have no idea what this thing is no, either it's got like rich, like glass tube with a weird red could, thing inside it it could destroy planet earth we have no yeah. idea it's worth 800 and 850 oh, some, it's worth some, nearly a trillion dollars yeah <laughs> and it's just rolling around yeah, on the ground. Yeah, because he drops it and it's like rolling around. This truck like goes going sideways and he just manages to drop down, not get squished by a truck coming his way. And you know, car tires keep hitting it and it keeps sliding around. And eventually the team get him. He's got the rabbit's foot and they're zooming off. They're being chased and there's more explosions and more I things was, being shot at them. When this was all happening, I was thinking, God, this is an expensive film. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like it's been going for nearly two hours now and there's been a lot of action. 
It's crazy. And just so many vehicles blowing up in this bit. Too. Yeah, that was real. It's so many vehicles. And they're obviously on location in, in Shanghai when all this is going down. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it was pretty crazy. At that point, is that when he... Something happens. I know Zen yeah. is shot in the shoulder. Yes. Which is very sad. Favourite character, yeah, shot in the like, shoulder. No. No. Anything but that. They managed to get away and he... And they're also speeding away so much because Ethan can't get any reception and he needs to call That's right. Davian. That's right. On his... Nokia phone. His giant Nokia phone. Chunky, but it's probably the latest model. <laughs> yeah, it's only full of the newest version of Snake. And, <laughs> <laughs> and What kind of ringtone do you think it would have? The Mission Impossible theme. Oh, well, <laughs> okay, so. you got me there. <laughs> Imagine if it did, they're like, it's not very subtle, Ethan. He's like... <laughs> so they, rain, they arrange a rendezvous and he, like, he gets into the back of a limo and old... Great bigger man. He's there. It's like, just drink that weird bottle of stuff. No question. So he does. He gets knocked out. And as he's like. It's like a Harry Potter, like, purple little thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As he's like falling into unconsciousness, he dreams about his sexy wife being sexy. Which is so nice. He's like, if you're unconscious, you're dreaming about your sexy wife. Like, he could be dreaming about anyone else's wife or anything. He's (laughs) like, I gotta save her. And all I wanna think about is how sexy I find her. He gets, he wakes up. And basically, the scene at the start where Philip Seymour Hoffman, who was Davian, is like where's a rabbit's foot? Where's a rabbit's foot? It's that scene, and what from we're the seeing... beginning of the film, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, what we now see is that we sort of know what's going on. We don't see the whole scene played again. They just show snippets of it, but basically they are trying to work out if what Ethan has brought to them is real. I threatened to shoot his wife, but then at the end, he just shoots shoots her, and she's like dead. And so Ethan just sent it, sort of like he's in shock. He's in absolute shock. N- lots of screen flares are going on. <laughs> It's like JJ heightening this event to us. Everyone's teeth is really white. (laughs) Eyes are moist. Yeah, eyes are moist. Oh, I forgot to say, like, back when we first saw the film, you saw a tear come out of Tom Cruise's eye. And I was like, whoa, I've never seen Tom Cruise cry on a film before. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, he's, a, he's a, had a couple of cries, but not usually in one of his action movies. Yes, um, the action film. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, and you kind of started figuring this out pretty quickly. I was like, we I don't trust out. this guy. I don't trust Musgrave. And it turns out, as Nathan's sitting there looking dazed, Musgrave appears. Out of and nowhere. And he just says, it's complicated. So, yeah, his whole Facebook thing Facebook update. <laughs> <laughs> relationship status, it's complicated. <laughs> and Things aren't good at the IMF, I feel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so what his plan was so he thinks he's doing the right thing he's like we, if we just put him in jail I, like, I, I hate how Brassel wants to just put this guy in jail and everything if we collaborate with him we can find Lots of bad guys. Yeah. Really crap justification, I think. Like, maybe just stop the guy selling, like, the really bad things. Like, but then he, yeah. then he also said, like, he's like weed. If we pull him out, more will pop up in its place. So Well, you can say that about anything. What's your yeah. job as a someone who's fighting bad guys? Yeah. Do something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's, yeah, his justification. And he goes to, like, touch Julia. And Ethan's like, don't you touch her. But he rips off the tape across her mouth and actually takes off a mask. Yes. Because big reveal, Mission Impossible movie, it was a mask. And it was actually the translator, bodyguard lady from in the Vatican, where she, um, David was very disappointed that he was able to be kidnapped. So Do we know punishment... that she was like a bad person or was she just the Italian translator that was well, working he, for he the day? He was his head of security. Oh, so, yes, yes, they did say that. So I kind of would say, assume that she was not a good, not that she deserved to die for that. I don't know, but I don't know the dynamics of evil 
Yeah, it must be a hierarchy thing. She must have been on her third strike. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So she's dead. So uh, Musgrave's like, you know, Julie's still alive. You know, she hasn't been compromised. She can go back to a normal life after this, which heavily implicates that Ethan won't be able to. But they're setting up pretty quickly that Ethan and her can't stay together because... Things have been compromised pretty badly. Yes. So after he does his whole spiel, like, this is why I've done it and this is and everything, it's going to be fine. Uh, Ethan says, well, I need to talk to her on the phone to make sure she's alive. And as talks oh, yes. asked her the question, like, that lake, we, you know, they talked about the engagement party. Well, there was a name and she said it. So he's like, okay, I know she's alive. And he bites Musgrave and, like, manages to just, like, disable him enough to get out and uses, like, a pen to... Like yes. his handcuffs. So I'm assuming those old phones, do they have speakerphone? I don't know. Because <laughs> if it was a modern phone, you'd just be like, I'll stay away. Just yeah. do speakerphone from here so you can't bite so me. We've just we've just uh, pretty much killed your wife in front of you. Even though it technically wasn't, we pretty much did. And I'm just going to put my wrist right near your yeah, mouth. Yeah, right near my With your beautiful, giant, white teeth. Artery right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my huge teeth. They're probably like sharp underneath. Yeah, it, I'm sure the IMF have learned how to bite people wrists out like surely i think it's like day three of training (laughs) like Like day two is learning a sleight of hand day three is learning how to bite a wrist out (laughs) we've got to get those teeth looked at mate come on (laughs) oh my god so he he disables musgrave he gets out and he actually immediately rings simon back home yeah he rings out benji and benji is like whoa you're one of the most wanted people like you're on interpol's most wanted list i can't talk to you but obviously he's very enamored with ethan Hunt and talks to him anyway. It's like, oh my god, I've aided and abetted a criminal. What am I gonna do? Yeah, that guy's always in, like in the office or yeah. like in like on in Star. Oh, not Star Wars. In Star Trek, like he's down in the engine room. Like he's always just doing stuff at home. Like he's well, <laughs> wait for uh, the next movie because he becomes a field agent. Really? Yes, he does. Oh my gosh, there's a whole. New- I I thought there was only like two or three of these movies. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, not only not only do they continue, but Benji is in the fields now this is just a little introduction where he's just like the nerdy tech in the yes. thing. but he helps he helps ethan good so, dress sense though yeah snappy snappy dresser and looking so young too like if you see him now so i'm peggy like oh god i feel old is he not age well not that not hasn't aged well it's just like he looks his age because there was like a video because of the whole coronavirus thing they did a video spoofing the Shaun of the Dead but oh. instead of going to the pub they're just staying home oh, and that's it was a very good cute idea. but I watched it I'm like wow I feel really old because some peg looks like he's old now oh my yeah. gosh yeah no, I, I haven't seen him in anything recently has it been well anything? don't worry when you end up watching all the Mission Impossibles now because oh. you're obs- going to be oh. obsessed as I am uh, you what? can watch in Fallout he's wonderful yeah yeah Fallout yeah. too easy yeah, I'll so take it. You tell me what to watch next, and I'll ta- I'll have a look. Yeah, definitely. That's exactly why I did this podcast, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Benji directs Ethan via. So they put a tracking beacon thing on the rabbit's foot. Yes, and and that's where the wife. The, is. They yeah, assume yeah. the wife is. So Benji manages to run through. So it's a, it's an amazing scene. So this is like Tom Cruise running at its finest. So he's running through a small like an outer suburb of Shanghai. I couldn't look away. Yeah, <laughs> it was you know it's everything looks like quite old and rustic and he's running and he's like yelling whatever the Chinese word for excuse me or well, get out the way get out the way is <laughs> yelling and he's just running sprinting as hard as he can occasionally putting the phone to his ear but otherwise just powering through and it's like one shot that lasts ages of him like running 30 seconds yeah. of running it was something ridiculous it was, it was intense I'm like how did they film that is it on a drone or almost like his legs were taking him faster than his torso yeah yeah. that's <laughs> why he has such a straight run because yeah I think he has, like, his body has trouble keeping up with his legs <laughs> 
Uh, so he sprints it and he manages to find the building. He goes in. There's some old, oldest Chinese men I've ever seen in my life sitting there and they sort of point him where to go. He goes upstairs. He's they might not be around anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So hopefully from a nice old age-related death and not everything that's going on right now. Yeah, well, they who knows? They went through the 2008 financial crisis as well. <laughs> Just, pretty hard hit. Oh, jeez. <laughs> At oh. that particular China shop. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why I was all empty because I hadn't recovered from it. No, of course. Um, so he goes upstairs. He's sneaking around. He does the thing that I do 40 times a day, whereas knocks over everything off a table, which is why I'll never be an IMF spy because <laughs> constantly dropping things and hurting myself. I was like, Tom, be quiet. <laughs> He's very stressed at this point. Oh, we missed a thing. Is this where he starts to get a headache? Nearly. So he vanishes. He shoots, disarms some guards. He finds his wife. And all of a sudden, the charge that was put in his head which we kind of glossed over so when he was in the when he was um taken by davy and he, they actually show putting the charge up his nose up into close to the brain region yes <laughs> and so he obviously davian's there he set it off and ethan's like whoa this is the worst pain like for ethan to react so strongly it must be a very very bad pain and he's like so and davian then does the whole bad guy bashing the shit out of him but kind of like taunting him and being a real shit to him like did you know that she kept calling your name? Like he goes up and takes a tape off her mouth. And so she's like, Ethan, Ethan. And she must be like, what is going on? She has no idea. All she I- knows is that she's been kidnapped. She probably thinks like, oh, I'm American. And these people are kidnapping me for a ransom. But why me? Why take her all the way from America to Shanghai? Yeah. As well? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you'd be like, oh my God, is this like the legal sex trade? Or like, what would oh, you yeah. be thinking? You'd be so scared. She's so- like, oh, my husband's with the transport office. He'll sort all this out. Here he <laughs> He's comes. He's really good at transport. <laughs> Monitoring <laughs> He's really struggling with this charge in his noggin and getting the shit beaten out of him. But when you think Ethan's just about had it, he then just keeps like looking at his wife and she's just like staring back at him like, well, we're fucked. And he's like, no, I, I got to do this. So he like charges at Davian and they start fighting some more and they eventually smash out through the door and they're like, like on rolling the ground, over rolling on around the, the ground. ground. My God. And then just like in my absolute favorite film of Speed of all times. The, oh, that he flips, to me too. Yeah, he yeah. flips Davian up a la Speed on the top of the train and this truck comes and goes boosh Oof. and like obviously beheads him and it's pretty would be pretty gruesome. All the people like screaming around. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny because when they go back inside, like there's so much time, more time passes and no cops or anything come. No one, no one cares. <laughs> no. Does that is that what happens with the bad guy in the first Mission Impossible? I feel like they get hit he on, just on get, the train. Yeah, I you know what happens with him is he's on, he's hanging off the bottom of the helicopter, helicopter so he gets, yeah. he gets like driven into the fucking train tracks. Yes, and then it all explodes. Yeah. Yeah. It's always fast things. Fast things like going slow all of a sudden, ruining bodies. <laughs> uh, so now Davian's dead, but we have the very complicated situation of a charge that's about to go off because, especially if Davian's dead now, like you can't stop the charge. He tries to electrocute himself, yeah, which so is what no they try to def- do initially. Yeah, no defibrillator can be found, even though it's kind of like a medical kind of. Center. My God, this nurse is the worst nurse ever. <laughs> like, like she should. There should be an emergency trolley there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, there was an X-ray machine right behind them. Although. I'll I'll give her this. She had no idea what was going on. All she knew that he was in pain and he couldn't articulate what it was. I think he says defibrillator. defibrillator. He says defibrillator. And she's like, what do you need a defibrillator for? So, yeah, maybe she should have been more A good assertive. nurse would check the pulse and see what's going on. Yes, yes. <laughs> but Just because quite... you've been kidnapped and taken halfway around the world doesn't mean you stop being a nurse for one minute. <laughs> nurse for life. Come yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, 
he does do, they do, he rigs up like some sort of electric shock, mm. like a thing, which completely different to science. Like that's, I don't think that's going to work, but he still electrocutes himself. Yep. And then he's down and she starts doing CPR. Well, she doesn't even get a chance to do CPR because uh, like it was, oh, his yes, brain that's right. melting. He's like, teaches her like with as much language as he can use how to use a gun and how to reload it. So as soon as he's like electrocuted, there's all these shots come out. So she's like, very timely now. to teach her how to yeah. use a gun. <laughs> And like she sees, like ah, uh, she crouches down. She can see a reflection, and she turns around and shoots. Manages to shoot a guard, and then another one comes around. And she manages to reload, and she shoots him. And it turns out it's Musgrave coming around the corner. So she just like shoots the shit out of him. So he's out of here. Uh, so he never trusted him. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> no, she would not trust him. We're definitely not going to be able to prosecute him because he is dead. Yeah. So she quickly goes and starts doing CPR and um, doing whatever she can to resuscitate him. But Ethan's a hardy boy, and he is able to be resuscitated. Yes. Well, they do it by this is. Uh, I'm a nurse so this way I'm like, <laughs> she probably sh- should have done it straight up but she does a precortical thump so you just thump right on top of the myocardium and there's a very slight chance that that can kickstart the heart into a better rhythm and obviously that's what happens to Tom Cruise and he's back to life yep he's like, and he like as soon as he wakes up again he's like up and got a gun like holding her and protecting her and got a gun I'm like forever the hero yeah I would be a bit drowsy because <laughs> <laughs> he's out for a fair while like yeah, lucky yeah. that he can be resuscitated at all really he could be getting brain damage right yeah, now <laughs> like, uh, if I didn't know that there was more movies coming I'd say maybe he has to quit now because of his brain but apparently not. He's still as sharp as ever. He's so. still making movies and doing stuff. He's amazing. <laughs> the day has been saved. Davian is now gone. Old creepy Musgrave is gone as well. And they're just like walking through the streets of Shanghai and he kind of reveals to her, oh, I work for this thing called the Impossible Mission 4. She's like, fuck off, you do. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And the ending is all very happy. Like he, they're back in the office. Everyone's like celebrating. So hugs Lots and of kisses. Hugs and, and Brassel like apologizes and said, oh, yeah, I'm sorry for giving you such a hard time. But... I don't think he has to apologize. He was just doing his job. Morpheus was, he was grumpy the whole film and he did apologize and he's like, come, you know, come back. I've got a job for you or something like that. And oh, he's like, there's some, there's some position in the CIA with your name on it. And he's like, ah, I need to go on my honeymoon. And he's like, well, before I go, what what was the rabbit's foot? And Russell's like, if you promise you stay, I'll tell you. And he's like, don't want to know. Fucking forget about it. But we kind of figured out. So given everything that's going on in the world, I'm wondering if it is biological warfare because there was biological a biohazard. Stickers, yeah. Like a big biohazard sticker on so it's a big glass reinforced glass tube with another red tube inside which had the big biohazard sticker so I'm wondering if maybe who knows oh well I mean the last movie was biohazard related yeah. as well too which is why they probably didn't explain it because they're like just make it a mystery because we don't want it to be like every single film we're going to try and think of a new thing yes kind of thing. you yeah. don't want to be reusing the same yeah. ideas yeah Ethan and Julia walk off into the sunset and he's always talking about his holidays because he was on holiday at the beginning of the Second, second movie film? yeah it's like yeah, yeah tell me where you're going on holidays like if i told you that it wouldn't, wouldn't be, be a holiday, holiday. <laughs> and then he's like i'm going away on my honeymoon i'm not going to tell you where it is though <laughs> yeah and that's it that's that's mission impossible three wow wham bam thank you ma'am i was impressed i it was way more of an action film than i thought i thought it was going to be more espionage but no it was pretty cool i didn't mind it at all yeah like there, i think there was a really good amount of espionage it was super actiony but i think that was jj abrams kind of working his action film Explodey, kind of yeah. yeah. Uh, so you, yeah, you rated that movie well. Yeah, I thought it was good. I did enjoy it. I so. really. So when I decided to start doing the whole Tom Cruise thing, uh, I knew that I loved Mission Impossible Fallout. I know I'd seen a few of the other Mission Impossible films, so I watched one, and I'm like, fuck it, yeah, this movie's great. Two. 
that was such shit. Three, I'm like, holy shit, that was so good compared to the second one. And just on its own, I think it's really, really good too. Well, I've only seen the three now, the one, two, and three, yeah. and they all are quite different. Yes. So, but I guess like seeing the later ones will probably might be similar because they've well, all been made more close together. Or... So four is directed by Brad Bird. Who, oh, I don't know him. He normally directs, directs things like The Incredibles and oh, animated right. films. This is his first live action film. Oh, cool. And it is the one that has Ethan Hunt on the outside of the tour building in the world oh yes yep. yeah yeah so, oh, i think i've seen the poster yeah is he wearing like goggles or yeah, something? yeah 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 very very good to see in that movie so yeah they all they all like have different i mean there's always there's always like a rogue sort of agent or something happening yeah that yeah. sort of thing but really good series except for number two uh so let's uh talk about tom cruisisms uh if we're going to start off with anything it will be running so much running. He would have had to buy several different shoes for this. So many you know. pairs of shoes yeah. to get through because, yeah. So, like, there's running at the very start where he's running around to, you know, get Faris out of that place in Berlin. He's running like uh, Naraitu, you know. Yeah. He's <laughs> fully running. Running with his arms back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unbelievably <laughs> fast. <laughs> yeah, there's just little patches there. Like, when he's running away after he escapes from Brassel and gets to the elevator and everything, he, like, sprint, sprinting around. Like, it's just so much running. The end scene. And he just... He, he, picks up like he really sprints you think yeah. he'd slow down a little bit no he just constant he's just like and i'm gone and then i'm stopped like he's just there's no like build up into it and then build down no it's just i'm running and then i'm stopped and then i'm not running yeah although he stops running i think when he stops running it's because he gets hit by a truck when, when he's in shanghai yeah, yeah yeah that's true but that's true ethan hunt style running uh so other things the tom cruise smile we saw a fair few times yeah what was your favorite smile that you can recall um what was my favorite smile Probably at the end when he actually looks genuinely yeah, really happy and then walking away. Walking away. I really like the smile when he's coming back to his wife, but his agent that he trained passed away yeah. and he's like quiet. So he's putting on this, this fake Tom Cruise smile. Like, yeah. you know that he's trying to make his wife feel fine, but like everything's not fine. And she's like, I see right through that dumb smile. Yeah. Get out of here, husband. Uh, yeah. So lots of Tom Cruise smiles. His teeth. Everyone's teeth in this film was pretty on point. Because <laughs> everyone's kind of grubby and dirty through most of it, so their teeth their really teeth shone, amazing. shone through. And of course, J.J. Abrams is such close-up shots the whole time. Yeah. Intense back and forth. Yeah, like when, he, when they're, you know, when they're doing Where's the Rabbit's Foot, Kill Your Wife, he's obviously doing like handheld camera shots. Yes, they're not, it's not They're not steady at all. Like they're, they're moving around a lot, which is really interesting. I, like I, something I didn't notice at first, and now I watch it, like it kind of lends itself to the frenetic energy of the film. Yes. It, the pacing of the film was crazy. Oh, my goodness. So much is happening. That editor must have needed, like, a lie down for, like, two months <laughs> after editing that film. Oh, another explosion. Another explosion. <laughs> He's running again? Okay, I have 400 angles of this guy running. Oh, what else do we got? We've got him. It seems to be a Mission Impossible thing, that's for sure, is rappelling up and down things and, like, dropping down suddenly. That was my favourite bits, yeah. That was pretty cool. Also leaping over things and his arms and legs still going at the same time. He does that. thing Being blown up and flying through the air, that's definitely yeah, a Tom Yeah, I did like that one where the one that you really like, the drone one, and he just gets blown into a car, mm. but then stands straight up and is running away doing something else. He's not paid the big bucks to stand around feeling sorry for himself. <laughs> he has to just keep going. Keep going. 
Oh my gosh. No, there's no nothing to do with grenades. That seems to be a common thing. But I don't know many other Tom Cruise isms. So stunts. I mean, obviously he did all his own stunts. If you watch the behind the scenes, he uh, really does them all. Yes. Isn't that bad? Well, if he gets injured and everyone has so to he, he, for a long time, I think he's that's why he produces his own films because other producers were like, no way. Oh right. Because, oh yeah, because he's got a, some sort of. Company. Yeah, yeah. Cruise yeah. Wagner or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's the way he got around it is now he produces his own mm. movies so that he can doesn't have to worry about it. Like I'm I'm pretty sure he has to be insured. Like you can't not have Tom oh, Cruise being the insured. Price for... would be through the roof. Oh, imagine the premiums. <laughs> wow, oh fuck. As someone who used to work in insurance, I don't want to think about it. Yeah, so he did all the he did all his own stunts. So I've watched yeah, like I said, where he gets blown up into the car. Like the, you just see some wires and they actually just boosh into the side of the boosh. car. And, yeah. yeah. That was a great one. Yeah. yeah, so all of that's real. like I don't know how they did the um, they would have been on wire just for the um, flying over. You see him running over and jumping over the yeah, big hole. That's... He, he was kind of like uh, in the very beginning, that party, he was always like you know, the Tom Cruise sort of center of attention, yep. amazing person in the party. I yep. noticed that. I don't know yep. if that's a I think that's, ruism or you know, I think like, that is a Tom Cruiseism just of his whole life. Is yeah, that yeah. wherever he goes, it's just everyone's like, oh my god, that's fucking Tom Cruise. But yeah. apparently, in the second movie, extras were always getting in trouble because they were just be like constantly looking at and calling out to Tom Cruise. Oh, really? <laughs> so, so there was like this rumor going around that, you know, when he was here, that he was a real asshole, that no one was allowed to talk to him, blah, blah, blah. But it was more to do with the fact people couldn't keep their cool around him and they yeah. had to be like, you just can't interact with him at all because... It'll muck up the shot, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. So because as far as I know, he seems like a really nice guy and I don't think he'd be that much of an asshole that he wouldn't talk to people. But that is just me being biased as usual. I think that's it for Tom Cruiseisms. Oh, actually, speaking of stunts, sorry. When he's doing the swinging off the buildings, yeah, that, that was... was in a studio so that wasn't done on location so they try and do lots of stuff on location that would have been a pretty insane that's pretty that's pretty so yeah i've seen that it's just like a small the the rooftop they've built and then he does it but he's still doing the stunt it's just a big swing not as big a swing and drop and everything otherwise all all him okay well let's rate the movie rate the movie how do you Uh, do it is it out of five it's out of five out of five and you pick your own unit of measurement for what you want to rate it as so i'll I'll do mine and nothing funny i just i just can't get past so i'm gonna give it four and a half panicky distressed tom cruises in the back of a car out of five (laughs) because i find it so hot (laughs) i will give it i'm gonna give it three and a half amazing pearly pairs of teeth (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because from the beginning, the screen flares and the close-ups with the teeth were just very, very apparent. Yes, yeah, so like <laughs> here are the teeth, and now you can look at nothing else. Teeth, teeth, teeth. The IMF has an amazing dental plan. Yeah, they must do. Come work for us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you're going to get blown up and be bruised all the time, but your teeth are going to be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that is a wrap for reviewing this excellent movie. Uh, as per usual, you can find my social media stuff via my website which is tomcruisereviews.com or just jump on Tom Cruise Reviews on Instagram and Tom Cruise Review on Twitter. And you? Uh, you can find me on The God Phone, which is just an installation we've got on Instagram at the minute. Basically, it's a silly thing. You can call up and leave messages on The God Phone because everyone's uh, in isolation. We've actually had it at Burning Man and other um, uh, music festivals. And so if you leave a cool message, you can actually um, end up on Instagram. So nice. That's all it is. In the meantime, time uh, make sure you keep washing your hands and stay the fuck at home please stay at home only go to hospital if you're extremely sick yes and good luck with everything with self-isolation we feel you uh hopefully this won't start, you know take too much longer but see how we go just stay safe people yeah take care of each other bye bye, bye.